I want to hit the pillow every night when I go to bed thinking that I have put some sort of foot footprint down on mother earth, mm-hmm. a footprint that others can see whenever, whenever I'm gone. Oh my gosh, I am that main character in my book. And I didn't wow. even realize it. Your success and growth all start in your mind. So get ready for another mind shift. Hello and welcome to MindShift. If you're just discovering me, my name is Joshua Kangley and this show is all about motivation, positivity, and inspiration. So stick around because we have an amazing guest on the show with us today. Before we get to him though, just a reminder, you can go to www.hellomynameisjosh.com. That's Hello, my name is josh.com. There you can learn more about me, my podcast, my show, my books, and much more. So go there, learn more about me. And also, if you have any questions about me, the show, uh, or any guest on the show, or if you know someone who wants to be on the show or should be on the show, email me josh at hello, my name is josh.com. And if you're listening in on the audio version, make sure to tune in on Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on YouTube, because that's when I go live, answer any questions, do some engagement, and have a lot of fun with topics and uh, anything that you want to talk about. Uh, Also, remember, Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Central, you can watch the episode as well right there on YouTube. All links in the description. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe. I would really appreciate that. If you like the content, give me a like. And also, if you want to be reminded of when a new mind shift does drop, turn on notifications so we can send you a reminder so that way you don't miss a single show. Now, on to our next guest. Our next guest today is Forrest Fairley. He is the author of The Young Minds, and this is a very riveting, inspiring story based around some very relevant feelings of remorse and regret. So this is a very interesting, relevant topic that we're tackling today, and we have on our show to talk with us about that, Forrest Fairley. Let's go to the conversation now. Hey, Forrest, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello, Josh. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. I'm excited for you because, you know, this is the MindShift show and you have such a profound, I think, uh, story for us to share, uh, a book right. actually. So this is going to be something I think is relevant today and I'm just excited and, and honored to have you on the show today. Well, I'm, I'm likewise honored to be on your show and you're right. When I uh, saw your program and I said, oh my gosh, this is a an absolute synced uh, theme uh, for your your program mindset. And uh, here's my book. It's called The Young Minds. It's a journey conquering remorse. And uh, it is a faith-inspired fiction novel. I don't in any way want to try to promote this as a self-help book. However, I do believe that my book is about hope at the end and it's hope for tomorrow. And, you know, as we all know, right now, the world we're living in right now, the hope is a 
a rare commodity. And if someone were to offer me hope for a Christmas gift, I would, I would accept that in a heartbeat. But uh, it's called The Young Minds, and I encourage everybody to go to my website. We're going to have an offer here at the end of this broadcast that's uh, hopefully going to be very attractive to those who are on the um, podcast today. I'm so excited that you have this offer for our listeners today, uh, Forrest, and we'll, we'll get to that shortly. We'll get to sure. all that. But first, let's get to the book at hand and, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, remorse and regret. An interesting topic, uh, which you have a story directly related to. First, before we get to that, though, uh, uh, Forrest, how did you, every author is different, but, I, but I'm very interested in, you know, how did you decide to, to write this? And what was that process like for you writing this mm-hmm. book? Sure, sure. Well, you know, writing a book is, like you just said, it's different for every author, that whole decision decision tree, um, you know, for each person is different. And for me, it was definitely different as well. I mean, I think, you know, most authors try to write and they want to find that certain flame that, you know, um, that in hopes of the words that they write and put down on paper, it has an explosion effect Uh, you know, in the hearts and minds of someone who might be reading their book and that they can identify with the human emotions that come out of an intriguing plot. Now, in my case, about uh, three years ago, I knew I was going to retire and I had a bucket list of things I wanted to do like anybody does when they retire. And several years ago, I took a whole bunch of creative writing classes and one day, my instructor came up to me and, and was very complimentary and complimented me as far as my writing abilities and encouraged me to pursue that, um, you know, even thinking about writing a book. So when I, when I heard that, I took that to heart, and that became a project that I wanted to accomplish when I retired, and so I did. And... Um, You know, with me, as far as the process goes, I think that when you can speak to someone in a book Mm. about something that's very familiar to you, experiences, uh, then it has the ability to resonate with a reader who might have been experiencing the same sort of thing that you wrote about. Mm. Now, in the case of remorse and regret, These are emotions that we all have at some point in time in our life. Some people suffer greater remorse and regret than others. Um, You know, you have words that were never spoken, um, conversations that were never had. Uh, Someone has a business and it fails and they have regret and remorse over decisions they made that could have been different. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, you know, this is sort of the thing that I kind of latched onto because I do have sort of a personal story uh, that happened to me after I finished uh, writing this book. And I'll tell you what that was. When I was a little guy growing up, I had a next door neighbor and she was what I called my second mom. And uh, as I got ready to enter into high school, 
she called me down uh, one day to her kitchen table, and I'm from the South originally. I'm from Louisiana. And uh, she had this very pronounced Southern drawl. And she said, Forrest, I just want to sit down and I want to tell you something. Uh, I see something in you that you don't see in yourself. And because of that reason, I've made a phone call. And this is what I want you to do when you get to school on your first day. Now, she was a speech teacher. Mm. She was at another high school other than mine. She was the coach of the drama team. She directed the plays, the debate team. She taught creative writing. And she saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself. My family didn't see. And so she wanted me to get involved in speech and theater. Mm. So I did. And I fell in love with it. And then that propelled me to go to, to a college that really had a lot of that to offer. And I went there. After college, later years, I got married. We got my job, transferred me up to Cincinnati, Ohio. I was there for many years, many years. Got involved in theater. And it was just like the glove that really fit for me. And as a result of that, I was very fortunate in doing hundreds of roles. Uh, I won a lot of different acting awards. Um, and it, it was one of those things that, you know, really benefited me as well in the job, my career as well, because I ultimately became a motivational speaker and, um, all of that would not have been possible had she not had the vision mm -hmm. to see something in me that I didn't see in myself. My mother passed away in 1995, and that was the last time I saw my second mother. Mm. And I disappeared from her life um, and went on my merry way. And I had a very successful career and enjoyed the things I did. And, um, I retired, as I said, and I decided to write this book. So one of the things I like to do and I believe in is I want to hit the pillow every night when I go to bed thinking that I have put some sort of foot, footprint down on Mother Earth, mm -hmm. a footprint that others can see whenever, whenever I'm gone. It doesn't matter how small a footprint or how big a footprint. It's just something that if everybody on this earth did that, mm. wouldn't that be a wonderful thing? Absolutely. It could be a, something as simply as just telling somebody you don't know or you do know how much you appreciate them, what they did, uh, you know, how great they look. Uh, you stand in line for food and you reach back and you buy the person behind you lunch, pay it forward, if you will. And so I thought about that. And the more I thought about that in writing this book, I came up with an idea of um, just that somebody who had in their life put down a lot of footprints for others to see. This person happened to be an instructor at a high school for Catholic um, boys. And uh, one of my main characters in the book is a person named Martin Hicks. And the book begins with him standing, sadly, in the cemetery behind the Catholic Church at her funeral service. She was his star pupil in 
her class. He and she, she taught creative writing and she saw something in him that he did not see in himself. And consequently, he, I mean, he was just the most unbelievable student. He graduated, went to college and out of college, he started writing uh, with limited success until one day he came up with this great idea for a mystery fiction novel. He wrote it and boom, he just had an incredible best selling number one on the New York Times list. And all of a sudden, one of his uh, students who happened to be um, one of the students he went to school with, who happened to be his business manager, calls him up and says, hey, did you hear about Miss Ritter? She passed away suddenly in her classroom. And he said, hey, how about you go to the funeral? So he did. And when he got there, he realized, he realized in that moment, looking at her silver casket dripping from rain that was falling from the sky, confusing it with teardrops on his cheek from the regret and remorse and the mistakes that he had made in not coming back ever. A successful, financially very wealthy man after writing this book that never would have been written without her in, in his life. Mm -hmm. And so he is filled with remorse and regret. And at the at the end of the first chapter of our book, you know, he sets out on a journey to conquer remorse. And that path is full of twists and turns. And when I wrote this book, I did so because I like to write and tell a story. And I also like to uh, write with this uh, term that I call writing for sleepless nights, meaning the reader um, can't put the book down because they want to go to the next page, the next chapter. And I've had a lot of people so far tell me that that's the way this book is. And that's the only problem with the book is you can't put it down. So now my personal story, flash forward, I finish writing this book. I get a phone call from the publisher. They say, Hey, would you like to dedicate your book to someone? We have a place for it. And I said, Oh, I didn't even think about that. Let me get back to you in a couple of days. And so one of my things I do for exercise is I, I ride my bike. And I was out riding and I practically crashed it one day because all of a sudden it was like a V8 moment. I said, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I am that main character in my book. And I didn't wow. even realize it. You know, I had this beautiful lady in my life that did the same thing to our main character in the book. And I have yet to find her, reach out to her, tell her, thank you for what you did because you made my life successful and realizing what talents and skills I had. Wow. So with that, I started my search to find her. I didn't even know if she was still alive because if she was she was at least 91 years of age. Mm. I found on Facebook Messenger her granddaughter. And I, she didn't know me from Adam. And uh, I wrote her a message and told her who I was. And I was trying to find her. So the next day, my phone rings. And there's a voice on the other end of the phone. And it says, Forrest, <laughs> this is your second mother. Is... <laughs> is my prodigal son come home to stay? Wow. And uh, so 
obviously we have been reconnected. Uh, I don't have to go through the journey of remorse and regret that my character in my book does. And consequently, um, I dedicated my book to her. And uh, she is not my second mom anymore. She is my first mom. Wow. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. You know, that is so powerful and it is so riveting. I can see why people can't put the book down because just listening to that little brief snippet, and thanks for sharing that, by the way, it makes me want to dive right into this. Um, Such a powerful story, impactful story. And I just look at it as, wow, what a gift. Like she has, she gave you a gift by, like you said, seeing something in you that you didn't even see. Mm-hmm. And that carried you through your life to wonderful achievements and motivational speaking, like you said, and it to kind of coming full circle where you can not have to live re- with regret and remorse on that. And you can actually give her a gift by dedicating that to her and saying, thank you. You know, thank you. What a, what a kind of a gift, like a full circle there. It's yeah. Just- in fact, uh, it's funny that we're doing this right now because literally seconds ago, seconds ago, I, I, a few weeks ago, I mailed her a a book and I signed it and I told her how much I loved her and, and how much she meant to me and that I would never, ever leave her again. Um, and she texted me and uh, she said, I just finished the book and I am so proud of you. And for me, that was worth writing the book right there. If I don't sell another copy, that was worth, worth writing it. the book right there. Wow. So, yeah. So, you know, in, in this book, I, I said at the beginning, it is a faith inspired book. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one of the things that uh, my lead character, when he's standing there at her funeral service, one of the things he fails to do is kind of look at a question that you could easily ask. And that is, where is God in all of this? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I knew I was smart enough to ask that question whenever I realized what I had done in my own life story experience. And so for that reason, uh, you know, I asked myself that question. And mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of people have to do uh, sometimes when they have their own stories of regret and remorse, because, you know, without doing that and without involving God, you can make the biggest mistakes you've ever made in your life. And here's the good news is that God is there to forgive you. And one of the things that I learned uh, a long time ago with a big mistake I made that I had a lot of regret and remorse about was When you make a big mistake, you have got to learn first and foremost to forgive yourself first before you can ever think about forgiving someone else who might have hurt you. And so that's that's a big thing. People, a lot of times they reach out and they ask God to, like a fairy godmother, you know, anoint them and say, poof, you know, you're forgiven and it's all over and you'll never have another you know, sense of regret, hmm. you know, it's, it's really without walking, you know, in faith. And that is what this book attempts to do. As I said, at the beginning, it is a book of hope and it is a journey of hope that hopefully some people can relate to. And if they can grab a crumb, a morsel, 
of something that helps them in their journey because everybody has this in their life. I hope that that resonates with them. You know, and that's such a beautiful gift that you are, are giving us. And so I just want to say, you know, thank you for allowing us to walk in that, in that path and, and walking through with that. And so I think this is going to be so helpful, uh, especially relevant right now in the times that we face today. We need hope right now more than ever with mm -hmm. what's going on, um, all the divisiveness, all the, you know, we have a pandemic going on too, by the way, and just so much going on right now. This can fill people's hearts, I think, with hope. And just thank you for sharing this message. What do you, what do you hope to, you know, come out of this book and what do you hope that it impacts people with? Well, I hope it um, helps people who are suffering from remorse. I mean, I think that, first of all, it's a fiction. It's a novel. It's a great story. And I wrote it to where um, I'm going to hopefully make you want more when I finish my sequel, which I hope to have out in January. Um, and with that being said, I, I just hope people can realize that there is a tomorrow after the day that they suffered whatever they suffered, whether it's words never spoken, conversations never had, and they find themselves standing motionless at a graveside with someone that they had an open, unresolved relationship with. That's what I hope for. And I hope yes. that that can happen for them. And I think this book can help them with all the things that happens in the story of this book. It has relatability. Yes. Now, where can we, Forrest, go to find this book? Well, first of all, you can buy it on any major book website. You can also go and buy it on my website, which is www.theyoungmindsbook.com. And there is a buy button that will take you to Amazon, and you can buy the paperback like this right here. It's a six by nine, 225 page book, or you can buy the Kindle electronic version as well. Now you mentioned at the beginning of the program, an offer. And so we'll make right. sure to leave the link in the description to your website and it'll mm -hmm. pop up on the screen here too. Uh, so can you tell us now about this wonderful offer that you're offering our listeners today? Yes. From now until the end of October. For any of your listeners who are listening to this, if they go to my website and in the contact session, if they fill that out um, and they do that, I will receive their message that they did that. And if they do that, I'm going to send them because they will give me their email address. I will send them a free electronic PDF version of my book free of charge. Wow, that is so generous of you to do that for us. Thank you so very much. Uh, again, we'll make sure to have all the links in the description so you can go there and take advantage of that offer. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Forrest, I just want to say again, thank you. You know, I call people like you guiding lights because I truly believe that, you know, what you're doing with your book uh, is helping so many people and giving us that beam of light that we need now more than ever. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you. And thank you to your second mother there. Thank mm. you to her for, for, you know, inspiring you and sparking 
you know, that, that in you. So, you know, it's just wonderful. And I think this is what speaks to, you know, the, the beauty of humanity and people. And um, I just want to say thank you for sharing your message today. And I'm going to leave you with anything else you like to say. So what else you like to say about, um, you know, without giving too much away from the book about a sequel or anything else you like to talk to our audience about? Today? Well, as, as I said, uh, there is a cliffhanger in this book and uh, all of the, all of the questions that you have as a result of that will be resolved in the sequel that I plan on getting out sometime, you know, immediately after the first of the year, I think everybody certainly has the opportunity Hmm. of putting down footprints. And that is another great way of resolving any regret or remorse that you have because, you know, demonstration is the best form of managing your life and do that by, you know, showing other people, the good things about living. Thank you so much. And I think that you're also, earlier you said too, forgiveness is an element in this too. And so thank you for touching on that because that plays a huge part in remorse and regret is being able to forgive yourself, especially. So thank you so much again. Again, Forrest, thank you so much for being on the show today. We'll leave all links in the description um, for our listeners to take uh, advantage of that wonderful offer that you shared with us today. Wow, what a great conversation and what a great individual. Forrest, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for sharing your book with us and your story, your personal story that I think is so profound and beautiful. And we can all learn something from that story. And I can't wait to get hold of your book. All the links in the description will be there so you can find Forrest's book. And also remember to take advantage of his offer that he so generously shared with us today as well. As always, I thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope you like this content, guys. We've had some amazing guests and much more on the way. So, again, if you haven't yet, please subscribe. Turn on notifications. Hit me with a like, and uh, I would really much appreciate that so, so much. Remember, if you're wondering still who the heck is Joshua Kangley, go to hellomynameisjosh.com. You can learn more about me there. And any questions, josh at hellomynameisjosh.com. As always, I want to say thank you. I'm Joshua Kangley, and until next time, I'll talk to you later.